It was the American Idol premiere that had everyone singing its praises. I'm speechless. But if you thought night one was good. I'm starting to get numb from all the good talent. You ain't heard nothing yet. Tonight, witness an unforgettable performance that moved the judges to tears. You have wrecked me. And the greatest audition Idol has ever seen. I'm in the presence of greatness. American Idol, tonight, 8, 7 central on ABC. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. 
is Entertainment Life on the Sasha Marina Show, a show about the entertainment and music industry, where you get to hear from the top and up-and-coming stars, from amateurs to professionals. They're all just working hard for success. This show is to give those the opportunity to speak about their talents and what they're doing to succeed in their dreams. And now, here's your host, Sasha Marina. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, That was Antique, uh, that song that you heard. I've been trying to have her on the show for quite a couple of months now, but she is from London, and and this is pretty much what she's coming out with. This is one of her singles that have have been moving out there, and um, hopefully, hopefully, I'm looking forward to having her here on the Sasha Marina show long distance. That'll be awesome. Um, Anyways, today I have a very, very cool guest. He goes by the name of Mika Lee. Uh, This gentleman right here has quite a story to tell, but you know, I guess it's some, in some way it's an advantage that he's a filmmaker because I feel that I guess the places that, have, that he's gone has, you know, are able to give him a different point of view, um, especially in his filmmaking. Um, if you guys like to know more about Mika, here's what I'm talking about. Uh, he spent his early years in Georgetown, Kentucky at the age of six to Honduras with his family for his parents' mission work then to Texas, then to Paraguay. By 13, he was back in Georgetown and had developed a passion for film. Uh, this quickly turned into filmmaking uh, for, on his parents and with a camcorder um, and editing with two VCRs. Uh, you know, I can only imagine how, what this process is like uh, or was like because um, obviously it's totally changed. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to have Mika live on air. Hello, Mika. How are you? Good afternoon to Hi, you. Hi, Sasha. Thanks for having good, me on good. the show. But so, really quick, um, I'm going to correct you really fast. It's actually pronounced Mika. <laughs> Mika. I yeah, my, just you know, put that out I'm there sorry. really quick. It's that, okay. That's it's perfect okay. because obviously, you know, with my Hispanic background, we just we like pronounce every syllable. <laughs> right. In so, Spanish, it would be Mika, yes. So there you go. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So thank you. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> okay. We're here, we're here to talk about one project that you have right now specifically, Gold Rush. But obviously, I want yep. to know more of you as a filmmaker and what you may have coming up. Um, let's talk about Gold Rush, though. Uh, what was that project like for you, and, and what is it all about? What does it mean to you as a Being a filmmaker, I mean, I'm, I'm – pretty amateur i mean aside from you know what you mentioned earlier doing it my parents attic and stuff i i I feel like i don't deserve the title filmmaker yet just because this is my real first project like this but um but yeah you can call me a a filmmaker but um (laughs) but it's uh it's obviously a very uh personal project for me because it's it's um based very heavily on my actual experience of moving from georgetown kentucky to California to quote unquote make it big, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, um, very, you, definitely a personal and, project. And and so far, I mean, it's done well. You screened it. Um, you screened it in some festivals. One being the Southern California um, Innovative Film Festival. This uh, when was it? Like in June, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, early June. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, uh, and it, well, how it, was your feedback? Mm-hmm. It was good. Um, yeah, it's, it's screened at uh, the, the short for it is SoCal Stiff. Um, and then it also uh, won a uh, 
award of merit from the uh, best shorts competition. But um, but yeah, it, it seemed to be pretty well received at um, SoCal Stiff, and we ended up winning uh, best original soundtrack, which was cool. Um, so yeah, it was exciting. It was exciting to see it um, with an audience of people that I don't know, because you know, obviously I've, I I'd screened it for you know friends and family that kind of thing, but um, to have strangers actually watching my film and interested was pretty cool. You know, um, I know you say that you don't feel like you deserve to be called a filmmaker, but <laughs> you know, I mean, how you know I can just call you Micah. You know, how was it doing your first movie? How how was it doing your first movie? Um, having to uh, you know adapt to all the I should say hurdles that a, like a beginning filmmaker goes through. Um, it was definitely a struggle. Um, there were a lot of uh, bumps and and. Uh, problems along the way, but but um, but it, I think it was well worth it. Um, one reason I, I made this film was because I I happen to work at Disneyland, and I work in entertainment there, and so there's a lot of people in entertainment at Disneyland that mm-hmm. are also interested in filmmaking in one regard or another, and so I kind of just realized one day how many resources I have at my disposal, and... Um, so I decided to take advantage of that. You know, I, I know writers. I know uh, um, people with equipment. I know people how to use that equipment. You know, I know plenty of actors. So, so yeah, it was um, it was uh, really about using my resources, how many people I had around me. And um, and and you mentioned something that was quite interesting. This this project was more of a personal impact for you because, you know, it's based off of what you've gone through. How did you go mm-hmm. about, um, did you act in it or did you actually, you know, uh, did you cast someone else to play your role? Um, I cast someone else to play my role because um, I just felt like it would be taking on too much to be writing it and directing it and producing it and acting in it. I, You know, I just thought... Plus, plus, I kind of just wanted to spread the love around, you know. Like I mentioned, I know all these people, and and I wanted I wanted to give them opportunities too. Um, the story is is based on my experience, but also a little bit of um, my good friend Jordan Rushing's experience of moving out here, um, and he moved out here from Georgia. Um, so he's actually the one that plays the lead in my short, um, Sunny. So a lot of the stories came from me, and then there's a little bit of um, his stories in there as well. So how did you go about casting that one person that was going to portray you in this in this film? I like really getting into deep because even if it's a short <laughs> film, a lot of work goes into these to these little oh, projects, yeah. you know. So yeah, um, it's, how it's did crazy you go to about think that? How much choosing... work went into uh, how much work went into a 16 minute short? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, this was the um, production itself and post-production. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, well, uh, for casting, really, I, I had Jordan in mind um, from the get-go, um, just because mm-hmm. I knew I didn't want to ha- have to do it. Um, and he's a good friend of mine, and I knew that he he had a similar experience moving out here, so I thought he would be um, great. And he's an aspiring actor. He's um, done some, some stuff here and there. He worked on the, the show Flash Forward. Um, but, um, but for the most part, it, I would have people in mind um, from from work or just friends where I was like, you know, I think this person would be great for this role. Um, and then I would I would just reach out to them and see if they were interested or available. So. Mm-hmm. 
And um, Gold Rush is also available to view um, right now on Indie Flicks. Um, indie Flicks, yes. Mm-hmm. It's kind okay, of perfect. a um, it's kind of a, a Hulu for independent films or a Hulu Plus. You know, not until you sent me the link, I, link, I really wasn't aware of of this sort of platform, and it's very interesting that you know. Yeah, that, uh, I think it's relatively new because I hadn't heard of it either, and I actually asked some of my um, other filmmaker friends if they knew anything about it, and they'd never heard of it either. So I think it's pretty new, but it's it's a cool it's a cool concept, and they have. I was noticing today they actually have um, some, I don't know if you want to call it mainstream, but they have like Hitchcock's Psycho on there. So um, it's kind of a, a, a lot of stuff on there. Yeah, and uh, the fact that, you, I mean, obviously you guys can also go to um, our blog on the com and the link for his movie directly um, is on our blog post, but you could also go to IndieSix.com and search up Gold Rush. Um, yeah. it, when you go to the page, you know, it shows the trailer of the film, very cute and all. And, um, and yeah. I mean, you do have to pay $5 for the service monthly, but, you know, I'm, I'm sure that there's a lot of funny pending films to, to watch on that platform. Yeah. And the first okay, two perfect. weeks is free, so. Okay, perfect. So um, that, now that you, we've talked about the, your first filmmaker project, do you have anything else in mind? Are you, do you have anything else going on? Maybe not as a director, but as an actor? Um, anything um, coming yeah. up for you? Yeah. Um, I, I do have a, I've got a, a, a concept in mind right now. I haven't really um, elaborated on it yet, but um, mm-hmm. I, I definitely want to do something next. Um, and I'm trying to, uh, the reason okay. I moved out here was was to be an actor. Um, so I'm trying to sort of focus on that and get a demo reel together. And um, and I, I wrote that and, and we'll be directing that too. But um, but yeah, I definitely want to make make something else. I mean, Gold Rush, is, I finished that uh, like two years ago or a year and a half ago at this point. So it's time for me to move on to something else for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I mean, you know, like we said, there's so much work that goes into these little projects that... Um, it seems like you can never really, and it's your baby. Like, you know how many filmmakers yeah. know that they're still, like, even their first project, and people, like, some are, some are lucky enough to, like, have a, a very good first project, so everybody always goes back to that first project, and that's, like, their baby that they never let go. Everything goes back to that first. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, Gold Dish is your first. Uh, I'm sure that you'll have many more. So yeah. uh, well, pretty much, is, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to elaborate more on um, on how, how Gold Rush came to be. Um, okay. Because so, I mentioned that I moved out here to be an actor, and and that's kind of what inspired me to make it was because um, I, you know, I was doing a lot of little short independent things and auditioning for independent things, and, and I just noticed that a lot of them seemed sort of overly ambitious, um, you know, n- not working within their means, you know, whether mm-hmm. it's, they want a big elaborate set of like a spaceship or, you know, a party scene with 300 people. Um, It just seemed like, you know, what are you guys doing? Like, you know, you're not going to be able to afford a a spaceship set and it's not going to look good. Um, And, you know, reaching out to your Facebook friends is not going to get you 300 people for a party scene, you know? So I I was kind of getting frustrated. I was getting frustrated with uh, just how it seemed like everybody was going about this. You know, they're trying to make a, a blockbuster movie on a popcorn budget. But um, mm-hmm. so I was kind of, um, I, I kind of was like, well, 
shouldn't be this hard, you know. It's about telling a story, and it doesn't have to be such a big story, you know. You can get to that later. Um, so I, I really wanted to write something that was sort of focusing on um, story and, you know, not having a bunch of sets and keeping the actors to a minimum and, and all that. So, um, and then I, you know, I mentioned, I feel like I mentioned like 800 times all my resources, but, um, but you know, I knew somebody that owned a tea shop, so I had a feeling, you know, I could, I could shoot a scene in a tea shop or somebody that owned a dance studio and I could shoot an audition scene there, you know. Um, and then, yeah. of course, there were, there were locations where I didn't have permission to shoot, but, you know, you, guerrilla filmmaking, that's what you do. Um, we, we had a lot of problems. Um, there's a scene that opens in a, in a hotel room that's really kind of seedy and disgusting, and there's cockroaches and worms um, later on at one point on the floor. And um, so we, we definitely had to use finding that location. Um, we, uh, we tried to go about it the correct way and ask uh, hotel managers and things like that, um, leaving out, of course, the cockroaches and worms <laughs> part of the story. But, um, but we, we tried to ask around, and they just were not having it. I don't know if they thought we were going to be shooting porn or I don't know what they thought. But, <laughs> um, but we definitely had some pushback. Um, uh, so eventually we just found, we found this perfect hotel, and it, it was a, a day raid, and we, we just – um, went in and shot it and then left and they were never the wiser, I guess. So, so, uh, so uh, yeah. Yeah, those are definitely, you know, and, and once again, it's just the little things, the little hardships of, you know, especially being a young filmmaker. I mean, would you really think that it would think that, that you guys would be like up to no good and like renting out a hotel room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that was our, that was our first day of shooting too. So I guess it's good that we got that out of the way because that was probably yeah. the most difficult thing to um, orchestrate. Um, oh, and another thing I, I wanted to mention too was um, Jordan as my lead. Um, and one of the reasons I thought right away of casting him was uh, he, I knew I had seen, he had posted on online like a couple years before we made the movie, um, his video diary of him um, sort of just talking about, wanting to move to California and and why and how he was going to be a big star and all this stuff um, from when he, like the day before he left Georgia. Um, so when I was keeping this movie in mind, I remembered that video diary and thought it would be a perfect uh, way to open the film. So, so, um, so yeah, the film actually opens with his, his real video journal from uh, Georgia. Okay, okay, that's awesome. Uh, do you... What do you, I guess you've already elaborated somewhat on on the things that, that you felt like unrealistic, especially for beginning filmmakers. But, mm-hmm. you know, having gone through the process already personally and um, seeing what worked out, seeing what didn't work out, what would uh-huh. be your word of advice to um, somebody that will be in your position or is in your position right now? Yeah. Um, keep it small. I mean, even Gold Rush, if, if I make a, well, not if, when I make something else, um, I'm, I'm definitely going to scale it back even more. Um, you know, shoot something that takes place uh, in one apartment or one house, you know. Um, that way you can control the environment. It's your environment. You've got permission. It's easy. Um, and you can still tell a great story. Um, uh, Hitchcock's Rope all takes place in one apartment, you know, um, 
there's a lot of great films that are based on plays that take place in one location. Um, and I think that's a great way to start because it just saves so much time and, and effort. And you can just focus on what's important, the story. Okay, right. you're right. So um, I know you have an IMDb, but is there a way that, what is your most used social network that people can reach out to you as a filmmaker and also um, learn more about Gold Rush and your upcoming project? Um, well, I, I'm a, a bad entertainment uh, professional and don't have a Twitter, but um, you can uh, you can follow yeah, you can follow I me. I already on figured Facebook. that out because I'm trying to yeah. look for you, and I'm like, in no way possible <laughs> form can I find you. So okay, I know, I know, I should get one. I should get one. Um, well, you can follow me on Facebook. Um, you know, they have that, the follow option now, and and my public posts are usually um, are you know along those lines or or somewhat observational humor. So, you know, hopefully I won't be completely boring if I'm not talking about a film. But, um, yeah, follow me on Facebook, or you can follow me on Instagram. I usually, um, if it's, you know, I usually keep things up to date as far as, like, hey, Gold Rush is screening at this festival or whatever is on Instagram, too, which is um, um, my my handle is Micah's Pictures on Instagram. So, yep. Yep. All right, perfect. So um, thank you so much for your time today, Micah. And, um, I mean, I'm looking to hear more about you and what you have going on out there in L.A. And, uh, you know, continued luck and success for you. Thank you. Well, thanks for having me on the show. Um, it was great, and I've never done anything like this, so it was really exciting. Um, and I'll definitely <laughs> get in touch with you next time I have a, a project. So. I, w- I would love that. I would love that. And, you know, uh, thank you for those words and, you know, for all of those that are out there, maybe not in L.A., but, you know, in Georgia. And uh, and at the end of the day, L.A., do you feel that, that you've done the right move so far, you know, moving out there, even though oh, yeah. you it, it was, and like, in your heart, you really feel like, you know, that's what you for want. For sure. I, I absolutely think I did the right thing. And, and you know, for anybody that's, that might be like me or Jordan that's in Kentucky, Georgia or, or Idaho or wherever right now, you know, filming those movies in my, my parents' attic was the best, you know, film education I could have ever gotten. Um, I mean, even though those movies are horrible and I, <laughs> I can't even bear to watch them, um, it, you know, you just learn so much about working with other people and keeping people happy and um, just and editing on two VCRs, I mean, I, I learned a ton from that. Um, thank God I have Final Cut now, but, you know. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> you think you think that it's just for fun and a waste of time, but it's actually a really good education. education. Yeah. I feel like, um, and it's so easy now, Micah, to even as an aspiring uh, director oh, yeah. even, you know, if, if you have a smartphone, bro, some of these smartphones mm-hmm. have in, incredible images. Um, and yeah, they apps, way better than any camcorder I used when I was 17. Exactly. So, like, I mean, there's plenty of, 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 of free platforms that one can use to begin with. And, you know, they're not going to be A+, plus, but it's definitely learning the technique, like you said, you know, teach yourself. Yeah. Um, film school is a little expensive. It's, you know, there's ways of learning yeah. without it. But, they, you know, you do need your schooling and whatever, whatever. But, um, yeah, just, once keep, you, yeah. just keep doing what you love. Yeah, and uh, definitely. don't teach yourself. Definitely, definitely. Um, so once again, thank you so much, and I'm I'm looking forward to hear from you again. All right, thank you, Sasha. All right, goodbye. Bye.
So there you had it, Michael Lee. Uh, make sure to keep up with him. I guess his easiest way, he said, it was through Instagram. Um, his handle is Micah Lee. Uh, no, not Michael Lee. I'm sorry. Micah's Pictures. So um, look him up. If not, go to, he has a YouTube, a Vimeo, um, Attic Pictures. Also, like I said, go to find his um, short film on Indie Flicks. If you've heard of it, it's a platform we spoke about it. It's like the indie film Hulu. Uh, where you can find plenty of indie work uh, for $5 a month. And he mentioned also that the first two weeks of subscription are free. So you can sign up for free and watch his film. How's about, you know, how about that? So uh, thank you so much. And make sure to keep up with us at thesashamarinashow.com. Download our app on the Google Play Store and Blackberry World, the Sasha Marina Show. Thank you and bye-bye. Money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's what, man. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. 
So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at you, savings coming at you. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see you at practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.